Because the Bible says in the last days, people are going to have itching ears. They're not going to want to hear the truth. They will not tolerate sound doctrine. And so people will get up and preach doctrines of devils. devils. Joe, immoral communist Biden, is a supporter of transgender surgery, puberty blockers, even for minors, and all at public expense. I'm sick of it. The communism that came in this country and the socialism, and the whole Democratic Party, it was weaned in Baptist churches just like this and preachers who said they believed the Bible and lying about it at the same time. Why can't we just believe that God says what he means and means what he says? All right. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining in today on an ep another episode of our podcast, The Canceled Preacher. Um, good to be with you. Uh, well, you're preaching. Your sermons have been mostly about uh, what's been going on in the Middle East, and uh, it's mind-numbing. I guess it'd be mind-blowing for someone who doesn't uh, know or believe the Bible, but uh, um, it's amazing how what, what is happening in the world today. The lines are being drawn, and for some reason, protests everywhere around are, the world are, are breaking out, pro-Palestinian uh, protests. Um, uh, oppression and persecution of the Jews once again. It, it feels reminiscent of, uh, well, 1930s in Germany. Um, I've heard in, uh, where was that, in France. I think they were spray painting Star of Davids on Jewish households. I mean, today, 2023. Um, Hard to believe. Because of all that's going on. And, you know, after the Holocaust, which un un unimaginably some people even deny even happened, they said never again. Um, they said, yeah, that's picking up traction, by the way. But it doesn't seem like, you know, uh, the world meant it because we're headed right down the same track. Um, there's and in in unrelated countries now lines are being drawn, Jews are being persecuted, and of course the Biden administration is now coming out and they're saying, you know, there's there's a lot of violent backlash against Muslim people. I mean, just the exact opposite of what we see happening. But taking He's blind in one eye and can't see out of the other. He is a stupid, evil man. Well, in his whole administration, like you said before, nothing but a bunch of, what do you say, thugs? Thugs, and criminals, and criminals queers. And, exactly, and he's proud of it. He's proud to have uh, transgenders in the, in, the, uh, in the armed forces and uh, um, criminals yeah. and so on in in his administration everything that god is against biden is for and everything that god is for biden is against I, mean, I wish I, I wish i we could have played the audio but you probably heard it i think it was josh hawley the other day in some hearing um questioning um mayorkas and uh he said uh you know you have working for you people who are calling for and celebrating the genocide that's going on in Israel. And uh, Mayorkas just, just looked stunned, and he said, I can't believe you would bring that up, as if he was being insulted, as if uh, Holly was out of line to mention it. But that's what you got in the Biden administration. Yes. They're anti-God, they're unchristian, they hate the Bible, they don't believe uh, the Bible. And um, if you stand for the Bible, if you stand for morality, what is right, you know, um, then he'll, he's coming after you. It's yeah. just unbelievable. You know, the Bible says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem for the Jews. The Bible says that ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now, that applies in the broader picture of Christianity. But he was talking to the Jews. He was talking to um, 
you know, all of his people and really the plan for his people. So God still has a plan for Israel. Uh, I'm not for every individual Jew. There's good Jews. There's bad Jews, good Americans, bad Americans, good Hispanics, bad Hispanics. But God has a plan for Israel. And in 1948, Israel became a nation again. That was international consensus, you know, and the U.N. backed it up. And um, and now it seems as if the tide, as you are saying, is turning, certainly. But, you know, Israel, and we've said this before, and I guess every preacher that's worth his salt says, you want to know what time it is prophetically, then you need to look to Israel. Several years ago, I was interviewed on a radio station um, right after the, the Twin Towers came down. And so the guy said, well, isn't this a sign of the times? And I said, well, you know what? <laughs> this kind of thing has been going on all around the world. It just it touches thee or it hits home now, and we think it's the end of the world. What we need to do is look to Israel because the Middle East, and especially Israel, um, is really where God's prophetic calendar and clock is. It's 1159 and counting. The Lord's return is right around the corner. Think about this. God says in the last days Israel would be a nation again, and all nations would turn against Israel. We can see that in Revelation. And, uh, of course, you know, less than 100 years ago, 70 or so years ago, Israel became a nation, 1948. And uh, the fig tree has, has budded, no question about it. And so we are living in the last days of the last days. And if you're not saved, you need to get saved. And if you're not right with God, you need to get right with God because he's coming at a time when men think not. When people um, look at what's going on in Israel, it, I mean, I don't know how uh, you know unsaved or Bible deniers interpret all this. Why do people, why do people in Russia care about what's happening between Palestine, between a little tiny strip of land and another little tiny strip of land? Why do people care about that? Why is it has it sparked outrage and uproars and protests and lines are being drawn all over the all over the world? Over two little strips of land that both together are smaller than you know some of New our Jersey. small states. Yes, New and, Jersey. Yes, and so why do people care? Why is it such an enraging point? Um, but from a biblical standpoint, like you said, as we move closer to the end times, every nation will turn against Israel. That's what it That's says. That's going to happen, and so we just see that uh, just coming, uh, drawing closer to that eventuality. And sadly, one day America will be uh, among Israel's enemies. And I see it now. We're trying to fund both sides of this war. We're giving as much money to Hamas as we are um, uh, Israel. Uh, yes. But uh, that's what's happening. We are sliding towards uh, the return of Jesus as the lines are drawn, as the world aligns itself against Israel. Yeah, and I want to answer your question. So, so why is that little strip of real estate so important well it's not the little strip of real estate as much as it is the big players behind the little strip of real estate and it's a religious question is what it comes down to i mean you got the muslims that are laying claim to the land the jews that lay claim to the land and you got armenians that lay claim to the land you know it uh, jerusalem is divided into four quadrants the armenian the muslim the jewish and the christian section and um you know, this whole idea of peaceful coexistence, it's not going to work. Did it work in the Civil War? Does it ever work? Uh, no, you cannot, ha you cannot make peace with your enemy. It's just, it's insane. But this is what it comes down to. You know, when you have marital problems, and you know, 
that most of your marital problems are ridiculous and they start out real small. And then one thing just leads to another, which leads to another. And then you're on the verge of divorce because you can't even remember what you were arguing about in the very first place. And that's really what it's come down to. I want to say this. There has never been a Palestinian state. There has never been a Palestinian state, but there has been a Jewish state, you know, um, and Israel was a kingdom, you know, and then it was a divided kingdom. And then they were driven out of their land by enemies. You know, Nebuchadnezzar, for, uh, for example, um, the king of Syria, the Syrians, they came down and destroyed the 10 northern tribes. And then Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the Benjamin and uh, the tribe of Benjamin and tribe of Judah, which made up the southern tribe. And they were driven into Babylonian captivity for 70 years. And, and, uh, and then the Romans did the same thing. And they've been driven throughout the entire world. But you know what? The, the bottom line is this, this anti-Semitism. It's anti-God is what it is. And um, I don't trust Biden as far as I can spit. I don't trust him as far as I can see my shadow. Um, and if he, is, if he is saying that he believes that Israel has the right to defend themselves, let me just say, say something. Everybody has the right to defend themselves. I would expect my worst enemy to dodge my bullets, mm-hmm. you know, if I was shooting at him. Um, and uh, you got to expect that. We're talking about Israel has the right to defend itself offensively. They have the right to go in and stop the, and, and chase after those criminals that, um, well, otherwise known as Hamas. Mm. Hamas is a terrorist organization, and um, they're using the people, the Palestinian people, as human shields mm-hmm. to protect their guns. I can't remember who it was uh, who said that Israel uses their bombs to protect their people, whereas Hamas uses their people to protect their bombs. So true. It is so true, yes. And they build their headquarters and hideouts, and they, you know, they put their, their bombs in silos. They build them around hospitals and schools and things like that. But Israel has got to do something. Otherwise, you, you know, since Palestine, actually Gaza became a Palestinian state, what is it, 2005? Then it was shortly after that they voted Hamas in. 82% of the Palestinians voted for Hamas. And I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said, well, what about this man Hamas? Well, let me just stop and say Hamas is a terrorist organization. It is not a, a person. And, um, and so they voted in this system of terror is what they did, did. Whose, whose charter, you know, whose purpose for existence, like the PLO, is Israel's got to go. The Jews have got to go. This land, the land of Palestine, according to them, is being polluted by just Jews living in it. And so, but the Jews aren't going anywhere. Of course, Palestinians say they're not going anywhere. They're backed by Hamas, which is backed by Hezbollah, and Hezbollah is a lot more dangerous than Hamas. But Hezbollah, Hezbollah is just allowing Hamas to humiliate themselves and use their guns and their weapons and their bullets and their, their people, you know, and say, well, you know, after both sides have weakened themselves, then Hezbollah will come in and, and do the job. But you got the big players behind um, uh, Hamas, or you would say the Gaza Strip, and that would be Iran. And Joe Biden, he's always wanting appeasement first, appeasement first. <laughs> How, how stupid can you be? You cannot make peace with your enemy. Your enemy is going to, if they'll kill you, they'll sign anything, you know, only to get you off guard the next time. And, uh, of course, uh, the only way to do that, God said, look, um, I, I've, I've divided the nations and given the nations borders. And 
That's really the way it needs to be. And God has given Israel to the Jews. And um, they were supposed to drive them out. Of course, they didn't drive them out. But this whole idea of peace, did peaceful coexistence work in the book of Judges when it was the Midianites and um, the Philistines? It never did, did it? And it's not going to work now. Um, Israel needs to be in absolute, complete control of um, the what we would call the promised land. I don't like to call it Palestine because it was the Romans who named it Palestine to humiliate the Jews saying that this land is the land of the Philistines. Palestine means land of the Philistines. But that's, that's not true. And this is what I want to say to Joe Biden and everybody else that just feels like, well, the poor Palestinians. Well, what about poor Jews? You know, what about poor Jews? The, the Jews have got to go in. The IDF has got to go in and uh, clean house. They've got to. Otherwise, it's going to happen again. As soon as they rebuild and get more bombs, they're just going to fire five or six thousand bombs in again and so i got one question for all the appeasers the bleeding heart liberals why do we have to take all of these you know palestinians in why do we have to do that i'm telling you the palestinians are going to side with the muslims and the most dangerous element in america is the moderate muslim they need to be willing to um renounce okay i'm not saying their religion okay because i believe Religion needs to be free will, okay? And First Amendment, the exercise, you know, the, you know, freedom of religion, I believe that. But they need to renounce any part of their religion that is against the Constitution of the United States. You see what I'm saying? But anyway, so why should we have to take in all these Palestinian refugees? I can't, why can't Egypt? How come no Muslim nations, what is it, about 70 or 80 Muslim nations? How come not one Muslim nation wants to take in these Palestinian refugees, you know? So nobody wants to take them. You know why that is, to keep them there, because they're all the big players saying, well, you know, now Israel is going in and killing all these, all these babies and everything. All right, well, let the babies go. First of all, Hamas won't let them go. Then Egypt won't let them in, and neither will any. They can't find refuge anywhere else. So we're supposed to let our enemies in here? That's Joe Biden's mindset. What an unbelievable moron. It's unbelievable that the left, the left mainstream media is just buys just – Takes to the bank every every talking point that Hamas spits out. You know they'll they, they they take their numbers right to the bank. The Hamas will say, "Well, Israel's killed this many people," um, and they'll show these vid these these graphics and these videos and these and these photos of poor Palestinian people being you know driven from their homes or or uh, wounded in the battle. Many of which have been proven to be fake. Absolutely, the hospital bombing. Absolutely, it was blown out of proportion. Absolutely, it happened. But CNN and uh, the, the, the left, the liberal left, just buy right into it. They'll report it before they confirm it because it comes down to rejection of God first. They hate God. Absolutely. And uh, that's why they'd rather, bu they'd rather side with, with baby beheaders and little girl rapers. And, uh, and, Burning uh, families in their homes. And, Burning them alive. But, but there was no footage of that. To, to justify the IDF's uh, offensive. There was none of that shown on CNN. But as soon as, C as, soon as Israel retaliates, um, then they want to get everybody sympathizing with the poor Palestinians. For humanitarian aid. That had a warning. Israel's the only nation that warns its enemies before it attacks. That's right. Um, and uh, the reason why they don't take those refugees is because they need them there. They want them to die because they use people to protect their bombs, like you said. Absolutely. 
Um, Absolutely. But it's unbelievable that we uh, we've got people uh, uh, siding, you know, sympathizers with Hamas here in the United States. Uh, whatever they did over there, the atrocities they committed in Israel, uh, that'll happen here. Um, that 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 is what that will produce if we let in those refugees. And it, it, it's it's happening on a soft scale right now mm-hmm. because these Palestinians, they are, I, I, and around the world, they're pro-Palestinian celebrations, you know. And now, when Palestine is now on the defensive. Now it's the poor Palestinians. Well, we can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. So you want to rejoice when the Palestinians, they're throwing bombs into Israel and rejoicing that they're blowing up buildings and killing people and beheading babies and raping young ladies and, uh, and uh, burning people alive and uh, torturing them and then taking them back as hostages, the ones that they keep. And, uh, and then when Palestine now is on the defensive, you want to say poor Palestinians. Mm-hmm. No, nah, you can't have it both mm-hmm. ways. Now, this humanitarian pause, Blinken went over there, you know, a couple days ago, Biden administration, you know, Secretary Blinken. He, so he runs over there, and he's trying to get Netanyahu and the Israeli government to have a pause, a, a um, humanitarian uh, pause, peace pause, so that all of the, all of the civilians can get out. Well, first of all, what country has ever done that? Mm-hmm. Did Russia ever do that? Does China ever do that? Uh, did America do that? You know, when we went after J- Japan, um, did we do that? Okay. Now, all you pacifists want to say, well, you know, they should have. Okay, well, uh, they should have. Then they would have bombed you rather than you bombing them. Right. You, you have to kill or be killed when you're in war. That's right. War is not fun. It never has been. But the, okay, so the conservatives, uh, Ronald Reagan doctrine is peace through strength Mm -hmm. and joe biden is certainly not doing that he's showing peace through appeasement and it's never going it hasn't worked for 70 years Mm -hmm. since israel became a nation the only way is for israel to have the backing of the world and say okay now listen palestinians you need to overthrow hamas and i get it this war is terrible and it's going to be carnage and it's going to be bad but it's got to stop sometime and how are you going to stop it? You got to stop it by Israel going in and saying, this, this is it. We're not going to allow this to happen again. And um, so, so th- then now we see it was contained. And now since Israel decides they're going to fight back, all of a sudden now Israel is you know, on, on the world stage. People are saying, you know, like, like, like with a forked tongue, you know, well, Israel has the right to defend themselves. Now, that's stupid. I can't believe anybody would so go so far as to say something so stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, Israel has the right to defend themselves. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. But, um, of course, Israel has the right to defend themselves. But Israel also has the right to defend themselves offensively and to go after their enemies. Okay, so what did George Bush say when he stood on the rubble of um, the, the Twin Towers, you know, with that megaphone at that... Um, Yep. That, that he got there, you know, the firemen were standing right beside him. Such an emotional time. We're going to hunt you down. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. And, we're, you, you, you know, you're not going <laughs> to escape the, what do you say, the long arm of our, our justice or our vengeance or our anger. I can't remember exactly what he said. But, um, but now, and we all said, that's right, yeah, let's go after our enemies. Those that killed us, we gotta, they have to be brought to justice. And so now Israel does the same thing that every other nation does, and somehow they're evil, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, it's amazing that, uh, you know, I heard that um, 
Hamas bombed a power plant in Israel. Um, and turns out that power plant was supplying electricity. Free. Um, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. Ashkelon. I'm in Ashkelon. I, I guess you mentioned this last week. I'm thinking, so Israel has built power plants and is supplying electricity Free. to its enemies. Free. And then they blow that up, and then it's Israel's fault that they don't have electricity. <laughs> they dig up the pipes that the water pipes th- that are given in humanitarian aid. So now, now they're now they're make popular. bombs with them. Now they don't have water, and they use those to make bombs to, to to attack the nation that gives them. You know, like you said, there's no there's no Jews in in, in Gaza. Yeah, but and there apartheid. Are, but you there talk, are Jews in in in. in uh, yeah, you talk about apartheid. Society. Now that's another lie, uh, of the left. But of course, the the campus professors, you know, they they they're they're too smart for their own good. They have so much. They have so so many degrees. They're they're burning up, but they have no common sense at all. Okay, and uh, of course, Israel's not apartheid. Gaza has been run by the Palestinians and Muslim people since what two thousand and five. You know. Israel, talk about apartheid. There, there are twenty percent of the Israeli population is Palestinians or Muslims, we should say, mm-hmm. or Arabs. Okay, twenty percent. You don't find one Jew. You wouldn't find one Jew in in Gaza. You don't. You don't find one Jew in Iran. You don't they find. One, no. Tell them about the pay to slay. Pay to slay, unbelievable. And in Joe Gaza. Biden wants to support all that through the Palestinian Authority. So you're, if you kill a Jew in. Uh, yeah, you, you uh, yeah. Treated royal so, treatment. Yeah, like Social Security. Mm-hmm. So Social Security, you know, benefits for people that pay into the system forever and a day, you know, and then, um, you, you know, it's just a, it's just a retirement. And so you go ahead and do that. You know, of course, you die a martyr, you get seventy virgins in heaven. Unbe- unbelievable. Um, but see, that that's a fleshly religion right there. Okay, and then for for your service to killing Jews, you know. Um, that's what they call a pay-to-slay program that they have. So that you kill a Jew, well, man, that's good, man. So we're going to um, reward you like our Social Security. Um, and uh, benefits will go to your family and uh, because you were a martyr for the cause of Allah. So a Jew would never cross over into, into Gaza, but there are... Palestinians that cross over into Israel every day to go to work. Yeah, and you get you get close to Gaza or the West Bank, and it'll say, Jews beware, you could be shot, you know. But you don't see that as far as Jews going after going after Palestinians. Um, Netanyahu said, and so many have said said this, said if the Palestinians would um, just lay down their weapons, there would be peace that moment. But if the Jews... <laughs> laid down their weapons, there would be uh, the destruction of the Jews mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. Abs- it's I so, was glad so to hear him. I think I heard him. I don't know if he softened on this or not, but I think he said the ceasefire, the humanitarian pause, out of the question. Um, he, I believe I heard him saying that recently. Did, did you hear to that effect after Blinken went over there? Um, but uh, you know, they, there can't be that. You, you can't show any sign of weakness at this point um, because Israel's surrounded by their enemies. Um, and like you said, Hezbollah is just like a vulture waiting uh, to swoop in once they're weakened. I mean, they they cannot afford to lose vigilance in any way. I heard Charlie Clark say that there's Hezbollah is 10 times more dangerous than uh, Hamas. They've got 100,000 rockets aimed at them, you know, from the north up Lebanon, you know, Golden Heights up around that area. Uh, and I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say 
this is all satanic. This is satanically inspired, okay? Um, and we see that in Revelation. The dragon stood before the woman, and Jacob understands the woman to be Israel, okay, um, to um, destroy her child as soon as it was born. And the woman was given wings and went into the wilderness where she was protected. That's what Revelation chapter 12 says. And, uh, and then the Bible says that God will, you know, will, will save the woman or Israel. But this is, this is the dragon. This is the great serpent. This is the devil who hates, number one, it's the seed. It's Jesus. That's what it is. It's Jesus is the reason why there is so much hatred focused around the Middle East, focused around the Jews. Because, number one, the Jews gave us the Messiah. Number two, the Jews gave us the prophets that point to the Messiah. The whole Old Testament is basically a message of man is a sinner, and here's the record of man and his sins and the destruction that it causes, but there's hope in a coming Savior, which was Jesus. And so throughout the Old Testament, the devil tried to destroy the Jews. In Egypt, if you remember that. In Persia, if you remember that. And uh, with, with, with Haman, which sounds a lot like Hamas to me, um, Nebuchadnezzar, and, um, and then, of course, in the New Testament, Jesus came, died, he rose again, and then he ascended back to heaven, but then he said he's coming again. So he's coming again to reign as a Jew, and the Jews are going to be 144,000 Jews, going to be responsible for one of the greatest revivals of, of all time, if not the greatest revival of all time, in the tribulation. And that land is going to be given to the Jews um, by allotment uh, when Jesus comes and rules and reigns again. So God has a plan for the Jews. He's going to rule Jerusalem, the Jews, from Jerusalem and the whole world through the, through the Jews. So the devil says, okay, well, I'm still against the Jews. First time to stop the Savior, second time to stop the sovereign, mm -hmm. sovereign king. And, uh, and so we can see that. Now, the reason why I preached this sermon last week was from a different angle than I did a couple weeks ago. If you remember, if you didn't listen to the sermon, Five Smooth Stones. You know, the Bible does talk about Gaza um, five times. And, you know, David, he slew the Philistine. Um, uh, Goliath, Philistine. Uh, Palestine is the word Philistine. It's the same thing, okay? And, uh, but there's five prophecies that kind of e are equated to the five smooth stones. At least I, I brought it out that way. And, um, and so we looked at those five prophecies in the uh, Old Testament that prophesied of Gaza's um, demise. So Martin Luther, so, and I'll skip some other ones, but Martin Luther was um, the, basically, you could say the, the, the Reformation started with Martin Luther. On well, Halloween, right? He nailed yeah, when he nailed his 95 Thesis to the door of his church, and mm -hmm. it really just sparked, you know, one of his theses or statements was the Pope is the vicar of hell. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. You know, he is the spokesman of hell. I mean, any guy that would wear a dress, you know, <laughs> you know and, um, you know, those ridiculous hats, you know, that they wear and things. But anyway, so this is Martin Luther, and this is the, the founder, you might say, of the, the Reformation, okay? So he wrote a track and answered the question, what shall we do with the Jews, Okay. So here it is. Now, <laughs> at the beginning, he was persecuted, and he fled for his life. Mm -hmm. I was in the castle where he actually translated the Bible into German. I was in the very room 
Okay. When you went to Germany. Yeah, when I went to Germany, and uh, and so of course you know they they sung his praises, but so as soon as he gets a little bit of political clout now, you know the persecuted wants to become the persecutor, and this is what so this is what he says. First, what we need to do regarding what shall we do with the Jews? He says first we need to set fire to their synagogues and schools. That is to be done in honor of our Lord and of all Christendom, so that God might see that we are Christians. Unbelievable. Here it is, um, the, the founder of the Lutheran Church, saying, so the world will know that we're Christians, and we got we to go out and kill Jews. That, to me, is the same thing that Hamas is doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Second, he says, I advise that their houses also be razed and destroyed. This is in his track. You know, third, I advise that all their prayer books and writings in which such idolatries, lies, cursings and blasphemies are taught and to be taken from them. Fourth, I advise that their rabbis be forbidden to teach henceforth on pain of loss of life or limb. Mm. And fifth, and I'll just stop with this one. I advise that safe conduct on the highways be abolished completely for the Jews. They have no business traveling abroad. Oh, my. Unbelievable. Well, Biden is trying to do that, trying to do that through COVID, which is a stinking lie, Mm -hmm. you know. And he wanted to, you know, contain everybody. You know, you had to have, you know, some kind of a stamp, you know, on your visa or whatever, you know, to travel, what, 15, 20 miles away from your home so you didn't spread it to other areas. Same same thing. It's just just the same old... You know, playbook just just rewrapped and just delivered again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something else you said on Sunday, which was pretty uh, eye opening, and uh, just I love these statements, these teachings that that make things that can boil things down to their, you know, black and white. You're a very black and white preacher. So you said um, all prejudice is a ploy of the devil to lead to anti-Semitism. Yes, because now, the devil, his his main goal. <laughs> All this other stuff is just is just getting a foothold, mm-hmm. getting 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 a, a a beachhead, you know. For his main objective mm-hmm. is to destroy Christ or destroy his character, destroy his testimony, destroy the book that testifies. It, it's it's all goes back to Christ. Go ahead. Racism and uh, prejudices and things like that. You know, here in America, we kind of see the dividing line of black and white. That's kind of been the racial tensions over the years, um, but you know, uh, throughout throughout the ages, it's been it's been different different lines have been drawn, especially during um, you know during uh, the time of Christ, it was Jew and the Greek, or the Jew and the Gentile, yeah. uh, you know, in that time. Uh, but all of it, whether you're racist, and it's all wrong, which you said you preached against it, it's all wrong to be racist, to be prejudiced against a certain race or ethnicity, um, uh, but it's just Satan opening the door, getting the door cracked open because he wants that final end goal is to hate the Jews. That's right. That's amazing. Just to to connect those dots there, that the sin of prejudice and the sin of uh, uh, you know, racism, at least you know, in its true sense, not what the world calls racism, which is a joke, um, it's, it's Satan's ploy against the Jews. That's what it comes down to in the end. And really, going against the Jews is... Because Jesus was a Jew. It, it all goes back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You will be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Well, 
and something else I want to say. So we've got to be careful that where our allegiance is. If your allegiance is with Palestine, then your allegiance is not with God. Now, I'm not saying we cannot be sympathetic toward the Palestinians that are caught in the crossfire. Right. I, I get that, you know. And um, but but still, in the end, the the Jew, the, uh, the nation of Israel is the apple of God's eye. Mm-hmm. And and Romans says, has God forsaken his people? Absolutely not. That's what it says. God has a plan for the Jews. And if you are if you're pro-Palestinian, you're anti-God. That's all there is to it. Yep. You're anti you're yep. anti-God is what it is. Yep. Um, it's like taking your finger and and rubbing it in God's eye. That's what it, that's what um, it says. They are the apple of God's eye. God has a plan for the Jews and God has used the Jews. Yes. You know, you, you could say to a degree, well, they were responsible for the death of Christ. But so are you. So are you, and so am I. Yep. You know, um, Jesus came. And by the way, as far as killing him from the human perspective, I get that, you know. But what did Jesus say? No man taketh my life from me. Mm-hmm. Nobody does. Yep. He says, I am laying down my life, you yep. know. So in a sense, he's not a martyr. He wasn't assassinated. He wasn't murdered, you know, in that in the bigger sense, you know. Um, by whose will did Jesus die? It was by his father's will. That's right. And so... Uh, and, you know, it's just the same. It's that the people would side against Israel and this whole thing. It's that they would take the side of these bloodthirsty animals over there that are doing such atrocities that you, you'll, you'll reject truth first, and then you gotta you got to attach yourself to anything, uh, just like with this lie of, uh, of evolution, um, the lie of COVID. Uh, you know, all, all of it goes together. You reject God, and you're going to... F- you're going to fall for whatever the world throws at you. And rather than side with God, we'd rather side with these baby butchering Hamas animals over there. Uh, and uh, because we've already rejected God, we're not going to take his side. We've already we've already decided anything but God. That's right. That's right. And blaming the Jews is really a convenient scapegoat, really, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, convenient scapegoat for those who think that, you know, well, you know, I, I'm not really guilty of Christ's death, you know. Um, it was the Jews or maybe the Romans or, you know, something or somebody. But no, 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 no. You, you and I uh, individually, we're talking about a personal salvation, okay? We're studying Leviticus right now on Wednesday night. The worshiper, that first burnt offering picturing Jesus Christ, he had to bring his lamb. It says your offering, yours, yours, not somebody else's, yours. You bring your offering to the door of the tabernacle. And so this is a public profession. And then you are supposed to slay the, the sacrifice, the offering, before, before the door of the tabernacle. You are supposed to do that. You are supposed to lay your hand upon the head of the, uh, of the, of the lamb or the sacrifice. That is transference of guilt right there. That's what all that is about. And, um, and then the blood was taken by the priest. You didn't mess with the blood, okay? Taken by the priest and put on the uh the, the priest, I said police, <laughs> um, and put on the altar. And so if the Bible teaches anything, Jesus died not for just humanity, but he died for every single person that is human. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all of us. And so as a result, anti-Semitism has become a, a, a theologically institutionalized in the form of what is called replacement theology, like America is it replaced Israel or the church has replaced Israel. 
you know, or, um, you know, American Israelism, you know. Uh, Hubert Armstrong used to teach that kind of a thing. But, um, you know, it's just it's just wrong. It, it's, it, it's just wrong. God still has a plan for his people. And just a casual look at the Middle East, you can see that, you know. Yeah. Against all odds, God said, well, you're going to be scattered throughout the ends of the earth. And he says, in the last days, I'm going to gather you back up again in Deuteronomy. So, um, but I want to stop and say this, and I know I have to uh, really hop on the Democrat Party a lot, but if you voted for Joe Biden, you're going to answer to God. You're going to answer to God for all the murder of the innocent babies. That's number one. You ought to thank God that you weren't aborted from the, ripped apart from your mother's womb uh, by, a, by a doctor of death, okay? And you're going to answer to God for, for um, all, all, the, all the evil and wickedness that he has done, promoting gay marriage and all in the name of equal rights and everything. It's just it's just unbelievable as if a queer somehow we got to see a queer as a person who is, you know, a minority. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, okay, so queers are in a minority. I get that. But that they're not in a minority in the same sense that, you know, a person is black or Mexican or Latino or, you know, Asian. That's Mm -hmm. not the same thing. You're born with skin color. You know, you you choose to be queer. And you say, well, I, I have a natural tendency to, you know, to, uh, you know, men of the same sex. So that still doesn't give you the right to do it. Man. Everybody. OK, so every man, um, you know, especially carnal man. So he has the natural tendency to every pretty girl that's walking around down the street. Um, so, so he lusts after her. He wants her. Does that give him the right to go ahead and act that out? And by the way, it ain't it ain't love. It's lust. And lust by its very nature is violent, mm-hmm. okay? That's why it says in James, you know, you lust and have not, you're violent, you kill and desire to have, you cannot have because, um, because of your lust. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why what happens is all these guys with their four, 12 and 13 watching pornography and they want their, their wives to get married to a, a godly, saintly wife. And then what he wants to do is he thinks love is lust and so he wants to do all those pornographic acts on her, which is just violence, mm-hmm. You know, is what it is. And um, so you're going to answer you're going to answer to God for that. You say, well, I didn't know. Well, you should have known. You should have known. And if you were in a church where the preacher didn't preach what I'm talking about right now, you should have gotten out of that church. You should have gotten out of that church. You should have known. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. And by the way, it doesn't even take a preacher to tell you that there's some things that are just common sense, right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You just know, reading your Bible. Not, you don't have to do that, but yeah, reading your Bible as well. Well, he's an antichrist. That's what, the Bible says many antichrists come. The the antichrist is foreshadowed by many, and he is certainly one of them. He has aligned himself against all that God is for, mm-hmm. and he's also he's also opened the border wide open. Just I heard this the other day. My jaw hit the floor. Ten million have come across the border. I mean, if our if our enemies wanted to, and I'm sure they they're taking advantage of it. Um, they've got a free pass right in here, and and like you said, the moderate Muslim, they they're gonna side with the radicals when push comes to shove, and that day that that moment is fast drawing here. When we've got these demonstrations, these going on uh, right now across the country, it ought to it ought to shake everyone to and the core. And evil Nancy Pelosi, evil Nancy Pelosi lets the squad swear allegiance to America on the Quran. Mm. You, you have got to be kidding me. Yep. The Quran, by its very nature, is anti-American way of life. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, but we, you know, somehow we're going to, you know, tolerate. You, you Tom, Thomas um, Jefferson said that. 
back in the founding of America. He said the Quran and the 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 form of government that we have set up in the Constitution are incompatible. That's right. That's right. And so if you're an American, you believe that. Well, then uh, then you believe. Yeah, you absolutely believe that. Mm -hmm. Many Christians let their emotions dictate their principles here. And so and so that's where a lot of compromise comes from. Democrats, they play. See, Republicans, they used to and they still do to a large degree. They want facts. Democrats, all they want is feelings because, Mm -hmm. see, they have no facts. And so they just yell loud and get violent, you know, and then they want to threaten you into submission. You know what I'm saying? And shut you up by, you know, uh, just 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 going to a Trump rally at Washington, you know, and then there you are. There's a guy that was just indicted and convicted and has to serve 90 days. He, he didn't even go to the Capitol. He was just there, you know, January 6th. Jan- yeah, the January 6th. And so that's what the Democrats want to do. They need to go. OK, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you something. If Joe Biden had his way, he would treat Christians like he like Hamas treats Jews. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, you're either for me or against me. And you say, well, this sounds like hate. You got to be kidding me. All that Joe Biden has done, uh, you know, uh, trampling down. All mothers want to do is just go to their school board meetings and they, they just don't want their kids to be taught, um, you know, to be transgender. And then to tell the kid, you can't tell your parents, mm-hmm. you know, and try to hide. So these mothers, they go and they say, we don't want that. And so they become public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden sticks his goons after them. Yep, that's exactly what happens. So the media is they're, they're hell bent. They're, 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 they're hell-bent on generating sympathy for the devil yep. and sympathy for Palestine, yep. sympathy for the prince of darkness, really, is what they're doing. And so i got to be honest with you. I was watching the, uh, the news the other day, and so there's this Palestinian girl in you know, his house or whatever was just bombed. And, and um, you know, so it could have been staged. You, you never know. And by the way, let me stop and say this. Okay, well, you say, well, you can't trust um, news coming out of Jerusalem. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay, you tell me then. Where do you want to get your news from? from you want to get Al Jazeera, or you want to get it from from Israel? Okay, well, I, I'm going to believe what my friends say. I'm mm-hmm. not going to believe what my enemies say. You know, Palestinian. I'm telling you that the Palestinian. I'm look, Hamas, Hezbollah. They're not just after J- Jews. No, they're after America. Yep. And uh, in fact, I have a quote here. I'll give it to you in just a few minutes. Where they themselves say, <laughs> um, "Just taking over Palestine is the first leg." They plan on taking over the whole world. Mm-hmm. And so these, these communist Chinese, you know, they're siding with Iran. Iran, as soon as they can, they're going to turn on the Ch- on Chinese. Oh, yeah. Chinese, they, they, they just don't. They, they don't have a clue either. Because they're not using the Bible as a reference point. Right. But, but anyway, and so I was watching, and, and there was this little girl. They said she was nine years of age. Apparently her mother and father were just, were just killed by a bomb. And she's crying and saying, I just want my mama, you know, hyperventilating. And, mm-hmm. and my heart went, it did. I mean, it was hard to hold back the tears, right. you know. And, um, and, and I, I could only think that that could have very easily been one of my grandchildren, Jared or Trinity. Right. And, um, and that would be unbelievably difficult. But war is hell. Mm-hmm. But who started it? Who started the war? And if we want to stop, if we want to stop Palestinian kids from being killed, we're going to have to stop Hamas. Okay? Israel cares more about pal- about uh, Palestinian kids than Hamas cares about Palestinian Fourth kids. Prime Minister, Golden Mir. Okay? Golden Mir. Okay? Um, the fourth Prime Minister, this is what she said. We can forgive the Arabs for killing our children, but we cannot forgive them for forcing us to kill their children. That's 
unbelievable quote. That's an unbelievable quote. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's true. So true. That is so true. We will only have peace um, with the Arabs when they love their children more than they hate us. Yeah. Boy, that, that is a, if that's a true statement, that, that, is, mm-hmm. that is true. Hamas is a terrorist organization that has supported, you know, Russia, China, the Arab world. They train their kids to be terrorists. Mm-hmm. I mean, in kindergarten. Yeah. Quotes. Let me just give you a few quotes here um, from kids. And you yeah. can get these on the Internet. I heard them, yeah. Yeah. This is what one kid, 9 to 12 years of age, this one kid said, I am prepared to be a suicide bomber. You know, talking about for Hamas. And then another one said, with Allah's help, I will fight for ISIS and the Islamic State. Uh, little kids, you know. Training them how to shoot, you know, assault uh, weapons and things like another one. I'm ready to stab a Jew and drive a car over them. Another one. We have to constantly stab them and drive over them and shoot them. Little kids, not even teenagers. They are training, teaching hatred. Mm -hmm. You don't see that in Israel. But how come we don't hear that from the pro-Palestinian rallies on college campuses you know and columbia university and harvard and some of these others where they're siding with the palestinians they need to go broke and what for whatever reason jews you know wealthy jews support them mm-hmm. you know i i, I don't know that just goes to show you when 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 you have no reference of truth and anchor for truth the word of god then you're scattered all over the place yep. um now let me give you this a Jordanian businessman was interviewed very recently, um, and he said this. Now, listen to what I'm going to say. Israel would not sacrifice a single person. They are afraid of death. Death for them is strange and loathsome. Let me just stop and say, well, the Bible says all that hate me love death. That's what the Bible says. But th- what, what, what the Palestinians say well, we love death more than the Jews love life. That's what they say. Yeah. You know, so that'll tell you something right there. They're not of God. And Jesus said, you're the former, you're against me. Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. Let me go ahead and continue to read. We, on the other hand, welcome death. A Palestinian carries his son on his shoulders with a headband on the kid's forehead with the words, martyrdom seeker. Mm. Unbelievable. This is a man who says, I want my son to die. Um, I want my son to die for the cause. I'm quoting now. A Palestinian mother says, I have given birth to children so that they would be martyred. This does not exist in the Zionist mentality. Of course not. Mm-hmm. You know, because Zionist Jews that just want a homeland, they want to live in their homeland. These Palestinian morons, what they say is, you know, if we can't have it, nobody should have it. You know, I mean, we'll just we'll just kill everybody. You know, another reason. Let me say say something else, because this war. It's in America, it's being fought with words, but words leads to action. The director of the FBI, Christopher Way, not that I have very much respect for him, but he said that the rising threat of Hamas style terrorism is coming to America. Hamas not only hates Israel, it hates us. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Yep. Now, I will say this. There cannot be a two-state solution. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's it's not going to happen, you know. Um, Hamas, Palestinian, Palestinian Authority, Hezbollah, the Arabs, it, it, as a whole, think that that land belongs to the the Arabs, the the, the Muslims. Um, of course, Israel, they have a mandate. They have they have a UN mandate. They won the war. Okay, whoever wins the war takes the spoils. Okay, so they have a UN mandate. They had international backing. You know, the Belfort uh, Declaration um, when it was a when it was a territory of of um, uh, of, of England. Okay, and then they gave it to the Jews for settlement, and then they backed off because of international trouble, and they said, okay, only 70,000 a year can come in. Um, but anyway, but then, then you have a 1,000 years, the Old, the Old Testament, you know, from David and before, you know, um, up until the Romans destroyed them, and then the Lord promised in the last days. But let me just stop and say a few things here, and I know we're getting late here, but um, there's just way too much prop- propaganda, way too much propaganda. Uh, going on we've got to we have got to decide where we stand and just not believe the propaganda mm-hmm. okay what we're doing is we're just we're, we're believing whatever cnn msnbc we're believing whatever they say whatever they they tell us and because they've got pictures you know those pictures frame you know you, you know they, they end up in our mind and um anyway there's other pictures that they're not showing there's just as many from the other side of Israeli uh, children and, and families that have been uh, absolutely destroyed and tortured to death. Absolutely. Well, let me just say a few things here. Number one, for the record, Israel has not or ever has been the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Number two, it wasn't Israel's idea to partition the land. Okay, UN. That was the UN. That was international consensus. Another another example of how useless the UN is. Yeah, I'm working on a sermon right now on that. <laughs> Israel has never started a war. Israel has always wanted peace. Israel has always given land for peace. Israel has always given humanitarian aid to their enemies. Israel is the only military in the world that will warn its enemies enemies um, when and where it is going to strike. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Israel has always and has always been ready to come to the negotiating table. Now I don't know why. Listen. Israel, you cannot negotiate with your enemies. Yep. They are your declared enemies. I don't know why it's so hard to see that. You can't you can't make peace with your enemies. And you, you cannot. And you don't need to make peace with your friends. Right, right. It's Therefore, you don't statement. need the UN. It's a great statement. Yeah, and the Lord says that. He said, you go ahead and make treaties. You go ahead and do that. Then it's going to be a snare to you. Those are the Lord's words. Mm-hmm. Those treaties are going to be a snare to you. Hamas digs up, like you said, water pipes, you know, and then blames Israel. They gave them the water pipes, yep. you know, digs them up, makes them into bombs, and then blames Israel, said, well, we don't have any water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where our humanitarian aid will go. That's where, where our tax dollars will end up. They'll divert it. They'll, the, the Hamas will take control of money that Biden convinces Congress to send over to Hamas. Absolutely. It'll be, it'll be our tax dollars funding the uh, atrocities against the Jews. I want to close by saying this, okay? Um, we have got to understand uh, what is right and what is wrong, who is our friend and who is our enemy. 
one of the worst things in the world is not being able to identify your enemy, you know? Um, and, and, and our enemies have, have used that against us. And that has been a trick. Uh, Hitler used that. You know, he would dress up Nazis as Polish people, then go, on the, go into Poland and then attack, and then attack Jew, uh, Germans, and then say, look at that. They were all Polish, Polish people, and it started the war, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it's just like the guy who said, you know, well, I don't know where my allegiance lies, talking about the Civil War, so I'm going to wear a Confederate shirt and I'm going to wear um, um, Union pants. And so he was shot in the in the rear by the Confederates and shot in the heart by the Union. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so you you you've got to decide where your allegiance lies, because a compromiser cannot be trusted at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, let me close with this: the this attack on Israel, okay, is is an attack on America and every Christian. For example. Mahmoud al-Zahar, who is a commander for Hamas, said this. Listen to these words. Israel is only the first target. You remember, Iran, for example, calls Israel the little Satan. Okay? Who's the great Satan? America. America is the great Satan. Okay? So he says Israel is only the first target. The entire planet will be under our law. I don't want to live under Sharia law. Man. I don't want to live by the by the Quran. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live under, you know, and pledge allegiance to Allah. I don't want that. Okay? I don't want in Allah we trust on our, you know, currency. Anyway, he said there will be no more Jews or Christian traders. The entire 510 million square kilometers of this planet will come under a system where there is no injustice, no oppression, no Zionism, and no treacherous Christianity. Unbelievable. Mm. And but so, so stupid Joe Biden thinks we can make peace with that. Mm. You know? And, of course, Iran is going to say anything to get American dollars, mm. to weaken America. And it, it's, just, it, it's just unbelievable that we can. And, by the way, Donald Trump as well, with his, you know, trying to you know, weasel out some kind of a a treaty between Hamas and, uh, you know, and Israel. It's not going to work, Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just coming to a head now. Yep. We need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Are you working on another sermon uh, of this line? For tomorrow? By the way, this is being um, uh, done live on November 4th. And, uh, and so he's referring to tomorrow. Well, I'm working on a sermon, a couple sermons. One of them is on the United Nations. And um, I'm thinking about another one on vaccines. And then I'm just thinking about one on attitude. So I believe since I have preached so much on uh, what's going on in the Middle East over the last three weeks, I believe I'm going to back off off of that um, tomorrow. And Yeah, um, I think it's been three straight weeks. Three straight weeks, and, yes. It's uh, been very good. Unfortunately, last week's, which was probably the best one, um, was not re- recorded, but um, I mean they're all good. But last week, not only did I think that, but I had some people reach out to me and say, "Hey, can I get that sermon?" And I said, "Ah, oh, it wasn't recorded, but uh, it was very good." Right, and the reason for that is because we are re, we're doing a lot of revamping and remodeling, and um, in our in our church, and so a lot of that includes updating our sound equipment and updating a sound room, 
actually changing our sound room and and uh, I mean just everything is being updated and so I'm excited about that and the, the guy that the carpenter is here actually right now as we speak and uh, it should be done I was just telling brother Jonathan hopefully that we will have Facebook up and running because that's what we do it on Facebook live as you know um, tomorrow because I really wanted to get get on uh, but yeah, we'll just see how our, it goes that's where our bonus episodes come from usually we just pull that that uh, a sermon from the week before and put that up as a bonus for the podcast so um yeah, so if you're if you're listening today, don't forget to be here tomorrow um, or be in a good church. I mean a good church, a King James Bible-believing, soul-winning, separated, independent, fundamental Baptist church. And uh, make sure you go there, sign up, and get involved and serve the Lord. Time is short. Eternity is long. I'm on the winning side. I hope that you are as well. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with you next time next week. Yeah.